0: Hey everyone! This is Heavy Lifting with Uncle Gary, the weekly podcast for a stronger biblical worldview, exclusively on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Today we are uh, talking. We're finishing up the final chapter in part one, I believe, or part two. Part two. Um, So this is the final chapter, chapter seven. It's called the Fiery Cloud. Um, and it, it discusses um, the fiery cloud uh, that when when Israel was in the wilderness, they were they were led by by what? By day. The cloud and they Cloud were, by day and, and, a, and a, pillar. a pillar of fire by night um, because it's dark at night. And you can you can see a pillar of fire. Um, but David David writes, the cloud served as a guide for Israel, giving light in the darkness and shade from the heat. But bringing judgment to the wicked, uh, the cloud is nothing less than a revelation of the invisible heaven, where God is seated on His throne of glory, surrounded by His heavenly court and council, and from which He spoke to Moses. So here's here's another another interesting um, piece of of information that that as you as you read through Paradise Restored, um, some of the things you read are, are, are familiar. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I, I remember Israel being being let it out. Around by a cloud by day, but you don't. Here, here, David brings up that it gives it gives light in the darkness and shade from the heat. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't think about about the glory cloud giving giving shade from the from the the
1: blistering heat of walking around a. You know. Yeah, the, you would think it's desert. just a cloud to represent the the person of person of. Uh, it's just a guide. God. Yeah. Or, or it, yeah, but but no, he he
0: he says it's a covering. It it didn't. It, it it didn't just go before them; it was around them. It was it was all it, it, it was it was a protection. It was a protection for them. Um, and let's see here, he says, perhaps the most striking characteristic is the peculiar, unmistakable noise or voice. Virtually every account mentions it. Depending on the situation, and this, and this is the cloud, it can sound like wind, thunder, rushing water, a shout, a trumpet, or many trumpets, a marching army. A rumbling of chariot wheels across the heavens, or the fluttering and beating of wings. Ezekiel tells us that the sound, in fact, has its origin in the beating of the wings of the myriad of angels. So there's, there wasn't. It wasn't just a visual thing. There was. There was a. There was a. There was a presence. There was a. It was. It was. It was an audiovisual experience.
1: You know, and this is interesting. You use the word presence because the the uh, Greek word in the old in the New Testament often translated as coming, uh, parousia or parousia right. is, is mostly translated as as coming, but it's not the proper translation. I, I, I hate to say this, but the Jehovah's Witnesses got it right. <laughs> the word does in fact mean presence rather than coming. The Greek word for coming is erkomai. Okay. And so you got to be you have to be careful of what word is being used because oftentimes in English translation just says coming. Right. And I think you miss the idea because of what David is describing here is the presence of God. Right. Not just in the visual representation of the cloud during the day and the um, pillar of fire at night, but all these sounds and so forth as as a reminder the 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 ra- the reality of of of, of god is right. all around them yeah and so in the new testament when it talks about the uh, the presence of jesus it isn't necessarily a physical presence of him it is the the presence of him is in uh uh, uh giving gifts to men uh, bringing and bringing judgment which oftentimes is the same thing you find in the old testament where god is present but not right. physically there but we know that he we know he's there because he he's manifested in, in, in different ways and
0: and also because of his spirit yeah uh which 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 is what it, it uh, what david says it's important to recognize that the cloud was a theophany A visible manifestation of the enthroned enthroned presence of God to His covenant people. Indeed, the Old Testament often uses the term "spirit" as a synonym for cloud. So, all those things that you you just said—you know, when 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 Jesus says. You know, I'm 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 going to send the comforter to you. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna send my presence right basically yes. back to yes. you. So all these this 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 idea of the cloud of a covering of a presence this is this is is this through the entire Old Testament or it's through the entire Bible. Yeah,
1: it is, and it's it, again it's often missed because we 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 see the word parousia, and we say, well, I, oh that's that's the second coming of Christ. Yeah. Well, you you just you just ripped it you just ripped it out of its. Uh, Presence. I mean, the presence in the present, right? And you threw it into the in a different in, in a distant future, something that we're waiting for. When in reality, it's it's here.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, in another parallel, because 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 David talks about you know Genesis one two, where the the spirit is is hovering, hovering over over the expanse, but he says Moses describes the wilderness through which the people were traveling as a waste. The same word translated without form in Genesis one two, and again these are the only two occurrences of that word in the Pentateuch. So um, in 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 Moses' writings, the only the only connection between uh, spirit and cloud come come from those come from those those two words, and and also the connection between waste and the desert or the wilderness is 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 the, is the same word. So Moses, the writer of 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 the Pentateuch, is, is trying to draw your theological attention that that these are the same things,
1: that, that that these are these are these are manifestations of the same thing. And this is why David's book is titled Paradise Restored. Right. Uh, and, and it doesn't it doesn't mean we return to the Garden of Eden in 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 that sense, but we we slowly bring about a reconstitution right. of what God was was requ- was what God requires of us and what we move forward to as because of the fulfillment of what Jesus Christ had has already done for us. Yeah,
0: um he says God's saving of his people through the Exodus was a reenactment of the history of creation. In saving Israel, God was constituting them a new creation. And nowhere is that is that more obvious, I think than than the first beginning of the gospel of John where John begins his gospel. It sounds just exactly like the book of uh, the book of Genesis. Yeah,
1: in the beginning, beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And right. then verse fourteen says, "In the and the word became flesh and dwelt among us," which God was present. Think of I mean, again, back back to the first three chapters of Genesis. God was present with adam with adam and eve and john says he tabernacled among yeah. us he dwelt among us yeah somebody was, had yeah someone had written written to to me it was an eschatological question about the tabernacle and someone had brought up about the future aspect of the tabernacle and all I, I i just quoted you know in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god verse 14 and he tabernacled among us right unfortunately a lot of the translations don't get that right. right. Just, dwelt. He, he dwelt a, yeah. among us. No, he tabernacled. Yeah, and so the, the it, it's the 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 reason it's called the Bible. It's the book. It's a single book that you will see all of these themes rehearsed and sewn together. Uh, all for, you know from Genesis to the to the end of Revelation chapter 22. Yeah, um, David
0: says John's point here is to demonstrate that Jesus Christ. Is the full revelation of God's presence with His people, but John's entire gospel is built on Old Testament imagery. For example, so you know, th- all through John chapter one, there's 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 kind of a, a reimagining of of the first week of creation, or of of the of the week of creation. Uh, on the first day, John the Baptist appears as a voice crying in the wilderness. The next day, Jesus is baptized. Baptism is a, re- a recapitulation of the two Old Testament recreation events: the flood and the Red Sea crossing. Uh, the spirit descends with wings, hovering and fluttering over the waters of the new creation. He comes as a dove, the winged messenger that announced to Noah the recreation of the world. The passage continues with other creation images and ends on the seventh day with Jesus attending a wedding and turning the water into wine, and and not just not just some wine, the best
1: wine. Yeah, some good stuff.
0: Um. So the at the if if you remember at the um at the wedding at Cana when when the, G, the 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 wine that Jesus makes is is brought to the brought to the attendant what does he say it's like this is wait a minute usually usually the good wine is served yeah. first and then after we've we've gotten our palate adjusted to it then, then we, we have and then we bring out the ripple right yeah exactly <laughs> the, the thunderbird comes out um but no Jesus as as the new creation is the best wine and he and he and he comes at the end he 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 comes when 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 God when God's plan is 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 winding up, that's where Jesus is. Jesus appears as 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 the best wine. And how does how does Jesus make the wine? He uses the, those Old Testament purification pot, uh, pots. He he makes the wine in these in these water tanks that that were used for people to be ceremonially clean. Well, he takes that water and turns it into the best wine possible. So all of these all these theological signs and symbols harken back to you have to understand the Old Testament. Right. You have yeah. to understand where you were in order to understand where you're
1: going. This is why this book is so important and why we're spending so much time on it. And it has been a, um, uh, an entry point for lots of, lots of Christians who have, been, who have been messed up eschatologically. And, and as I've mentioned repeatedly, uh, David is a tremendous writer. He knew the Bible uh, better than all of our circle of friends, uh, and I mentioned that Gary North, when he'd be working on something, he would often call out to David. David, where is that verse that says such and such and such and such? And David would know where it was. And
0: and and why was that? Why why did David know the Bible so well?
1: Well, he was he was raised from a very very young age, you know, with. Uh, missionary parents and so right. forth. So he learned it at a very long, young age, very he, much like Timothy. He read it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It
0: was, because they were overseas, right? They yes. were overseas missionaries. So it was probably, a, in a lot of ways, it was, it was it was probably one of the few things that he had to yeah. read. And he, he just he just read and he, it often. And,
1: and he read it in a such a way, I don't know if David, I don't know if David had this, this type of knowledge, uh, being able to string all this stuff together then, or or, or when he met up with you know like uh, Jim Jordan right and Jim kind of helped put all all he, he, this but together but he already had all the pieces either way yeah, right and it's the same with it's like with me as well when I I, I figure something out and all of a sudden all the pieces just yeah. you know start oh wait a minute because I've been working on this 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 particular article and I am said wait a minute this this fits here and this oh I, this all fits together right. it can, all connects yeah it all connects makes sense yeah it's always been there, uh, and so you need. A, you need. This is why teaching your children all the pieces of the Bible, and they don't necessarily have to understand all of it, but as they mature and they go through the rhetoric stage of learning, they start putting all this stuff together. Right. Same thing with any any subject. Yeah, it's and and it's astounding when you see the pieces
0: come together in, in this in this uh, closing sentence that um, ends chapter seven. David says the church is God's new garden temple restored to God's original mandate for man to have dominion over the earth expanding the garden until it covers the whole world so like a tabernacle you know like like a like a cloud the the church expands God's God's garden uh, until it, it covers the whole world in remaking us in His image, God has given us His presence. He has taken up residence in His temple and has promised to be with us as we fulfill His commands to the ends of the earth.
1: Yeah, it's all there. It's all there. And I, I again, I guarantee anybody listening to this and, and, and understands this, it's it's transfer, it's transformative. Uh, it will, it will. You'll just see the world in a, in a different context, and all the all the mess that we're seeing out there in the in the world today. Uh, I, I believe is the result of Christians not grasping the significance uh, of of this, and then we we are listening to the wiles of the devil in the way that he's trying to explain things, and we're trying to f- trying to make the world fit within the context of we, what he says, uh, which which always says you know has God said right, and when you when you get back when you get back to what the what Scripture actually says uh you won't then fall into the in, in, right. into the trap of the devil.
0: So if you don't don't have your copy of Paradise restored, what are you waiting for? Uh we're we're about I guess a third a lot a lot of this book is is index. So I would, I'd say like maybe the 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 last quarter of it, but but the book itself, the main the main book is is probably only about 200 pages. Um but it it will it will blow your mind. It's it's it, if you've never done any kind of uh, study on on biblical theology. This is an excellent place to start because it cause it expands the Bible and and it focuses on details that 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 we just we just we're just used to blowing right by.
1: Like oh that's that's yeah, interesting. always ask the question why did God put that there? Yeah, that's yeah. all. You know, this isn't the Bible isn't a you know twenty twenty some volume uh, excursion. It's 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 very specific. Everything fits together and always ask the question why is this here and where else is something like that already said
0: right and it's it's all telling one story and that's and that's about about god and and his and his son jesus and 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 now he's he's remaking the world that that the first adam um wrecked through his through his disobedience through through the obedience of, of christ the world is being remade and is becoming a new creation it's a great book.
1: You need yes. to get your copy. Paradise so- Restored, AmericanVision.org.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. For more information on worldview resources, visit AmericanVision.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the Gary DeMar podcast available on iTunes and Spotify. See you next week on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network.